Hey all, it's Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you about our good friends over at Burgermaster. If you know anything about me, I crave burgers in my sleep. I do not mess around. Started in 1952, Burgermaster is the best burger chain in Washington State. They have locations all over the Puget Sound in Aurora, Bellevue, Everett, Mill Creek University, and Mount Vernon. Their fresh ingredients and classic driving experience make them the greatest burger chain in the state of Washington. Stop by Burgermaster on your way home from a Seahawks game. You won't regret it. Hey everybody, it's Brian. If you haven't noticed, it is absolutely nuts out there in the housing market. If you don't know exactly what you're doing and you don't have someone that you trust by your side to guide you through the process, good luck getting the home you want or getting the best price for the home you're selling. John Hurlbut at Altitude Homes is a guy I've known for years, over a decade, a friend and someone I trust implicitly. If you are in Pierce, South King, or Thurston counties, there is nobody better to help guide you through the real estate process right now. Go on over to altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkablogger. Now, again, that's altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkblogger. Sign up to contact John. He will help you with the process, and all referrals will result in a $1,000 donation from John and the Altitude Homes team to Ben's Fund. Everybody wins. Go in there, get your help, get your dream home, get the most money for your home. AltitudeHomesTeam.com slash HawkBlogger. Hey all, Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you guys about our good friend Blake Johnson of ManifestFit.com. Football season is quickly approaching, and it is a struggle to stay in shape while eating burgers and nachos. ManifestFit.com is your one only true online personal training service with workout and nutrition programs specifically based on your needs. They work with clients all over the U.S., and what makes Blake and ManifestFit.com so unique is that they don't believe training should be a luxury item. Now's the time to start. Head over to ManifestFit.com. Click on how to join and fill out the form. Their team will get back to you ASAP and help you start building a healthier, happier, louder Seahawks fans. The skyline is etched in my veins. You can never put that out no matter how hard it rains in my city. Everybody and welcome to the 255th episode of Real Hawk Talk. I am Brian Nemhauser. You can find me on Twitter at HawkBlogger. And I'm joined tonight by a less frequent visitor than I know a lot of you would love. But he is here tonight. He is here for the full hour of the show. His name is Evan Hill at Evan Hill HB on Twitter. Evan, man, it has been a minute. Like, how you doing, dude? I'm doing so well, and I just want you to to emphasize how committed I was to attending tonight. Okay, I was going to go to Kevin Durant's debut with the Suns tonight, but I canceled those plans. Dude, that's huge, I man! I canceled those plans. That's I wanted huge. to be here. It's I it's mean... draft time. It's exciting. The Seahawks are doing stuff. It's uh, it's a good time to be a Seahawks fan right now. You so. could have seen what, like the sixth seed in the West, like, and you gave that up. Who is? I don't even know who they're playing. Is it the Timberwolves or something? I don't know. They're they're like, <laughs> they're, they they've been like they they've certainly not done well. Um, I know the uh, Durant managed to hurt himself. <laughs> Yeah. so <laughs> annoying i was like you should have seen it i know this isn't an nba podcast but i was like i was scrolling twitter and i was like checking to see the videos of him like warming up because i was like this better not happen again <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's about as freak as you get um and you know 
as much as I don't want the Suns to do well, because I don't really like the Suns, and because it would make it fun for me to give you shit, but sure, they really just need them to get healthy enough, and they need to get in the playoffs, and then they got a shot. You know, they got a lot of pressure on them, though. They really do. I think it, it's like you've got two superstars, right? You've got to perform. Wait, um, who's their other superstar? <laughs> Come on, the best shooting I mean, guard in in NBA history. I'm just. Kidding. I don't know. That's a weird, that a weird looking dude. Um, <laughs> he, he uh, yeah, we won't we won't spend more time talking about the Suns, but but uh, I I am grateful to have some time with you. I know that other folks are as well. We are highly likely to be joined by Nathan Ernst. He has some uh, dad duty that he is dealing with at the moment. So uh, we respect his priorities for family first. And he'll join as soon as we can. We got a bunch of things to go through. We are going to actually cover Patreon questions tonight. Um, we haven't always been doing that because we've been doing all these ad hoc shows. Evan, do you know how like obsessed Jeff and I are with this draft? I love it. I love it though. It's like the first time I feel like people have not the first time, but I feel like there's more excitement for this draft than, you know, any moment in the Pete Carroll era. Probably. I mean, the Seahawks have the second most draft capital in the entire NFL and they made the playoffs last year. So, and they had a good draft last year, maybe a great draft, depending on how hard of a grader you are. Mm -hmm. This is it, dude. Like this is it. This off season is it. Either this is going to be a lot of fun for the next few years, mm -hmm. or it's going to be like, yep, just put them on the side. It's going to be like, you know, not. I, not, I just love that Pete Carroll or Pete and John look like they're having just the time of their lives, like taking photos with all these quarterbacks. Just they're they're having fun, and and I feel like the theme of this team right now is fun and they're they're leaning into it so what is your read on what's been going on with them and the selfies i mean i put it in the article i wrote if you haven't checked it out hawkblogger.com i wrote for the first time in a while and i wrote for a long time so there's a lot in there but i, I talked about my perspective but i want to hear yours on what's going on there with the seahawks being this public about spending time not with every other position group but specifically with these quarterbacks i think <laughs> oh man i don't even want to bring this up but do it I, I feel like i feel like it's a little bit of a subtle middle finger to mark rogers say more I, there was just always so much like contempt and tension whenever the Seahawks would scout quarterbacks previously. Like when, you know, Russell Wilson was our quarterback, you would always see like it, they never publicized anything. It was super hard to get information if they ever, you know, uh, interviewed a quarterback. We'd be snip, you know, snapping pictures, out, out, you know, off like potato phones from like, you know, two miles away. Like it was a real secret secrecy thing. And now, you know, Seattle just extended Geno to obviously a three-year deal. It's obviously not a super firm commitment from a guarantees perspective, but um, they're just having so much more fun with the process. I do think, uh, I, you know, I, I have not convinced myself into it being complete and entire smoke. So everybody's like, that's what smoke. I wanted. I'm not they're blowing smoke. To from you. They're blowing smoke. And rationally, logically in my brain, it makes sense, right? They there's, yeah. there's, you know, there's top four quarterbacks. They want somebody to trade with Arizona to move into the top four and they want uh, Will Anderson 
or or Jalen Carter or a defensive player at five, some some other blue chip player. That makes sense logically, rationally in my brain. But Pete Carroll's interview the other day, I forget who was interviewing him. Um, he he did make a good point of like, there's not a very strong chance they're ever in a top five position under this regime ever again. Yeah. So, I when you combo that fact with the other fact that Gino's deal is not a firm commitment beyond mm-hmm. year one. Like the Seahawks could very easily draft a quarterback this year, play Gino this year, and then cut Gino next year with not catastrophic rap or uh, cap ramifications. Like it's, yeah. it's a very feasible scenario. So I also take that seriously. It's like if they have a guy that slips to like number three, do you trade ahead of Arizona and, or do you trade into number three and, and get your guy of the future and then sit him for a year and, you know, sit him behind Gino. They might do that. They might never be in this. They really probably will never be in this position ever again. So I, I I think uh, to dismiss either side as completely irrational uh, as making no sense, doesn't make sense to me. Um, That's my, that's my thing. I, I actually like I've been probably the strongest I've heard of of being like no quarterback at five. Like I've, I've been I, there was a long time ago earlier in the season before Gino did what Gino did. I was like, you do anything you got to do to get a quarterback this year. That's the most important thing. I changed my tune. But I've been consistent since then, even as clear eyed as I am about this. I get it. Like um, if. If you don't get the guy you want to follow you at five, and then there's a quarterback there that you think is the guy, then is it better to take a player who you've got rated significantly lower because it's a need, or do you take the most talented player on your board? And I think that's a fair, like, I I totally get it. Um, Having said that, Evan, I mean, I think the chances are, under five percent, like that, that's how confident I am that they trade up for a quarterback. That they draft a quarterback in the with their first pick at all. I okay. I, I don't know if you probably didn't hear. I was listening this week. Also, um, Matt Hasselback was on with maybe it was last week, but Matt Hasselback was on with Brock Heward and I have been Ryan Roland Smith, but there was some someone filling in for Salk mm-hmm. and. Uh, so he's with Brock and, and, and yeah, Brian Roland Smith doesn't matter. So he was Hasselback was at the owner's meeting and he talked to Pete Carroll and he kind of mentioned it offhand and Brock asked him about it and asked him specifically, like, do you think there's any chance, you know, they did these contracts. They, they looked at this um, and they're like leaving the chance open that they're going to draft a quarterback. And it was a pretty open-ended question. And Hasselback was like, no, <laughs> I don't think they will. I think he's like, I think not only do they really believe in Geno Smith, but I think they really believe in Drew Locke. I think they look at Drew Locke at 26 years old and they see a guy that's younger or at almost the same age as some of the guys coming out, uh, and Hooker, <laughs> and Hooker. Uh, and they're happy. Now, do I think that that's like confirmation? No. But like all signs are, I mean, you remember when the Josh Allen stuff came out, you remember when the Patrick Mahomes, like Patrick Mahomes, there was no smoke 
before that. There was it was after the draft that there was conversation that they tried to trade up. The Josh Allen stuff was a little bit more. People were sussing out that they were at a workout, and people were like, "Why are they at that workout?" Like that was how it came up. This was not the Seahawks being bold out there. Um, so <laughs> I like this comment. I'm going to put this up here from from Jason. Uh, uh, <laughs> I uh, I'll put my record on knowing how John thinks up with just about anybody. Uh, to be totally frank, I, I, I've, I'll be humble about a lot of things, but I think I have a pretty good idea about how John thinks about these things. And I think I've done a reasonable good job of prognosticating like where they're going to prioritize. I don't always agree with it. Mm-hmm. It just so happens here that I'm on the same, I'm on the same side. What are you thinking? I see that. I see those wheels turning, dude. I just like that, that you, <laughs> You mentioned Hendon Hooker, and I just know they're going to take him like in the third round, and they're going to have like a twenty-six-year-old rookie, rookie quarterback uh, backing him up. Well, third round, we we had Mr. Tenenbaum, a former GM, uh, predicting the Seahawks were going to take him at the fifth pick. Did you see that? Oh, was this the was this the garbage ESPN mock yes. that everybody got really mad about? Yes, yes. Yeah, Hendon no. Hooker at five. How would you feel if they called out Hendon Hooker at five? I'd have a heart attack. Did he play in the senior bowl? No, he's got recovering from an ACL. Like he's got 25. It. He's coming off an ACL. It. <laughs> I'd be more concerned if Jim Nagy was like hyping him up on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I, mean, I don't have a problem with driving ahead and in hooker, but like to me in general, I don't want to see a quarterback before the fourth round um, this year. Yeah. I mean, your your only real opportunity is those top five picks, right? It's, it, it doesn't seem like there's any real value prospects behind that. Maybe Hendon Hooker, but I don't know. I, I mean, I think that there's there's enough guys in here that are worth taking a flyer on. I mean, not in the top three rounds, though, right? No, 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 Beyond, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Some guys, some people like the guy Tanner McGee from Stanford. I I'm not big big fan of his. I mean, I'm fine with him later, but I wouldn't want a top three third top three rounds pick on him the other reason i was smiling is because it reminded me of all the shit i got for being a little bit annoyed with that drew lock contract yes but people can shit on me all they want i <sighs> they're not allowed to shit on you that's my job dude that's my job <laughs> it's all your jobs yeah yeah you pay me for that um so i want to do something with you that we haven't done yet i'm going to put mm. you i'm going to put you in the gm seat um you are going to draft for the Seahawks right now. We're going to do a mock draft right now because we can. Um, you are going to see this in a second here. I'm going to put it on the board. Have you done one of these yet? Mr. Not this year. No. Okay. So we're going to do, we're going to do two rounds. We're going to do a, take it easy on you. All right. Mm. And we're going to start off slow. And I want to hear your thoughts as this is going on. All right. I want you to actually like, tell me like, this is the day of the draft, Evan Hill. We are, we are live watching the draft happen. The Panthers are on the clock. What are you thinking right now? What are you like praying is going to happen right now? So, okay. Not what I think will happen, but what I hope happens. Yes. Yes. What do you want to see happen? I think, I think they take Anthony Richardson. That's who you want. That's, that's who you'd want to see happen. Yes. Okay. Why? I just think he's, I, I think pre pre combine, he was just 
the combine hype around him just went stratospheric, completely out of control. We knew what his measure generally what his measurables were pre combine, and he was not being talked like a top five pick pre combine. So I, I really feel like it's like recency bias when it comes yeah. to everybody getting obsessed with him. So I'm not an Anthony Richardson's, you know, uh, simp, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope, I think he's too raw. I think the Panthers, uh, I would like the Panthers to take him. I want to take I want to take this opportunity to welcome in Nathan Ernst. Nathan, dude, it has been so long. I'm so happy to see your face Na- at Nathan Eleven on Twitter. I-, I want you to know we are we are going to take Nathan through a, uh, take Evan through a quick two round mock uh, that he's the chooser on. You need to prepare because you are up next. Uh, we're going to do another one of these, and you are going to be the decider of what the Seahawks do. So, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Can you hear us, Nathan? <laughs> Hello. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I think. Can you hear me? <laughs> Just a little delayed, dude. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, maybe it's even that technical. <laughs> am I? Am I back? Am I? You're good. I can hear you. No, nothing. Am I back? Hello. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> You're playing the uh, Jeff Simmons role tonight. I, uh, it, yeah, it's funny because you're you're coming through just fine. You're just delayed. I really am. Like it's still getting in and out of me. Okay, maybe you want to jump off and come back in. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. So Evan, you're hoping they take Anthony Richardson. Let's see who they actually take. Um, first pick, Bryce Young is off. Okay, mm. how are you feeling after that? Uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm, I don't think Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the in the draft. Okay. So. So you're good. You're good. Yeah. Uh, who are you hoping that you're hoping the Texans take Anthony Richardson? I'm guessing. I huh? hope that I hope the Texans take Anthony Richardson. So okay. this is my dream scenario, Brian. This is my dream scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell okay. me. Tell me. Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson go top two. Okay. Or anybody not named C.J. Stroud. Okay. okay? <laughs> and if C.J. Stroud lasts to number three. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the okay okay hold on let's see if I'm that happens hold... I doubt it will but let's see if that happens Texans are on the clock oh god I'm nervous and they take Fuck! how are you Fuck! feeling <laughs> I, I'm pissed I'm upset yeah I, yeah I think why? Stroud I really think Stroud is the most uh, refined polished prospect especially from a quarterback perspective in this entire draft I really do like the, we talk about the things that translate to the NFL. Accuracy is number one. Okay. It's always like the greatest predictor of whether a quarterback will succeed in the NFL. CJ Stroud is accurate under pressure. I trust him more over Bryce Young. I trust him over uh, Anthony Richard- Richardson. That's for damn sure. Will Levi's, meh. So, <laughs> did you just call him Will Levi's? Or, uh, I think that's crazy. Is it- I mean, Bryce Young is by far. <laughs> I'm still like an hour delayed. My bad. My bad. Go on. I'm sorry, dude. It's okay. I think you got to drop off and join again or something. Uh, it is very funny, though. Um... <laughs> Bro, it's like 2,000 degrees in this he shed that I have. Let me tell you. Oh, you're you're down there in the in the hot. It was hey, it was like 60 something degrees up here this today. It was it was great. Um, it is Will Levis, by the way. Levis. Not, not, I, I like Levi's, though. I, I never know where you're going to go with your pronunciations, and that's not one I saw coming. It's it's kind of 
you know, legitimate pronunciation, but it's not the actual one. All right. So, so Stroud's gone now. So now what are you hoping happens? The, the Cardinals are on the clock. What are you hoping happens? I hope the Cardinals. I hope actually the Cardinals take a player because they are from a divisional perspective. Um, they have some, well, yeah, from a divisional like competition perspective, they have holes all over their roster. They're like a bad football team. The Cardinals are not good. Uh, so I would like them to actually take a player, I think. And Who do you want them to take? They need edge really badly. So do they do? But who do you want them to take? I don't know. Like not who they should take. Who like, who do you, who are you hoping falls to the Seahawks right now? It's probably Will Anderson. That's who you're hoping. Yeah. Okay. So you don't want to see them take him here. Uh, Correct. And I don't, but at the same time, I don't want them to accumulate a ton of picks to make their roster better. Fuck. They took Will Anderson. (laughs) Fuck. This is how it's going to feel like times 50 in a few weeks, dude, when we're on live. Well, because you're going to be like, I don't care where what's going on. I don't care if the Suns are in the finals. You're going to be live. Oh, I know. Full first round. For the first round. Yes. So, so now Anderson and Stroud are gone. Like I'm gonna play through here. Like let's see what the the the. Wait 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 wait. Has Anthony Richardson gone? No. Oh shit. Oh god. All right. Here's what's I... gonna happen. We're gonna see who the Colts take. They take Will Levis or Will Levi's, as you like to call him. <laughs> I'm gonna call him that from now on. This is it, dude. This is gonna be. This would be the most controversial situation. Maybe in Seahawks draft history, if Jalen Carter and Anthony Richardson are both available at this pick, I guarantee you whatever they do is going to tear the fan base to shreds. What do you want to see them do here? I don't believe in Anthony Richardson. I could be wrong. You know, in two years, we will be dunking on me. That's fine. Um, I just know this, Brian, like three or four months ago, we were we were praying to God, to all the gods in the universe, that Jalen Carter would drop to number three. Yeah. And I know that was pre-legal stuff. I get it. But it looks like he's going to be okay from a legal perspective. I, I think you got to take Jalen Carter, and I think you've got to hope and pray that Pete Carroll's culture and system in Seattle, what he's known for – can maximize a player like this and really polish him uh, from an off the field perspective. There is a third option, which is that you trade back. What does it say? Like what my options are for a trade back? I'll give you some choices here. You could trade back to the Raiders for, let's say the seventh pick and an extra second round pick. (sighs) To seven. No, no, no. I'm taking Jalen Carter. I think. All right, done. We're going to move this on a little faster, and I, I'm eager to get to where I can hear about Nathan's uh, perspective. I just feel like so much of this, so much draft stuff is affected by recency bias. Do you remember when, um, who's that left tackle for the Texans? Uh, Laramie Tunsil? Yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, the first time I've been right about a name, by the way, over you. Nice. Um, <laughs> remember when his draft stock like plummeted uh-huh. because of the gas mat or the. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah the bong mask or whatever. It's just like, 
draft stuff, we're so affected by recency bias, and I feel like teams use this to exploit that hoping that a player will drop to them. If I go back to where we were three months ago, we would absolutely have taken Jalen Carter at number three. I don't think much has changed for, to, to alter that perspective, to be honest. Gotcha. All right, dude. We are at the 20th pick. You've now, you have selected Jalen Carter. So you've got mm -hmm. your interior defensive lineman. Where do you go next? What positions are you interested in? You don't have to know these players. So I'll help you out with that. But like what position groups are you wanting a offense, yeah. defense, offensive line, defensive edge, pass rush? I would, I would target interior offensive line. Okay. And anywhere on the defensive line. So right. I, I think cornerback were set, safety were set. I wouldn't take a linebacker in the first round. Um, I'd take somewhere in the interior offensive line. I'd even be open to wide receiver, actually. I really would. Okay. All right. Tyler so Lockett's aging. Let's take off interior and let's put on receiver. Um, I'm going to add for you tight end because some of the tight ends here are in more interesting prospects than some of the receivers all right so of these guys like uh do you know some of these you want me to give me a quick read on who some of give these give me guys a quick are? read so dalton kincaid is uh, like he is he is more of like a pass catching tight end he's a dynamic dynamic pass catcher fast guy like very high like kelsey comparisons i'm not saying sure. he's gonna be kelsey but that kind of guy michael mayer as a tight end is he's he like he is a he's a brute. He is a super physical blocker. He's the guy that's stiff offering guys after he catches it. He's a little bit like George Kittle, except he's slower, but like, he's still like a, a highly, highly touted tight end. Zay flowers is kind of like Tyler Lockett. He's almost like in a lot of ways, almost the same guy. Um, Jordan Addison is more classic, like outside receiver. Um, so Josh Downs is like more of a, jitterbug um will mcdonald he some people might argue with me about this he might be the the best kind of pure edge guy outside of will anderson um from a speed perspective uh and just bend um so i'd give you those as some guys to think about there's also if you wanted to get into the interior offensive line osiris torrance is kind of this you know, big 330 pound guard that is like the top interior guy um, on that side. So who's that center that everybody's talking about? So John Michael Schmitz uh, and like generally in this particular simulator, we've been able to get him at our second round picks, but there's, there is a very decent chance, Evan, that he will, that the Seahawks might consider him at 20. So if that's the guy, like if you want to nail center, you know, you might need to do it here. I think so. Bottom line, line you got to go line of scrimmage, either side of the ball. I think, I think at this pick, um, what I, what I think about when I, when I look at the Seahawks last year and why they tapered off towards the end of the year, it's because their offensive line went downhill. Yeah. Right? We all know that. That's why Geno Smith started playing not as well. Still was okay, but not as well. Um, his, 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 you know, his, his uh, stats and performance under pressure, pretty significant drop off. Um, so I'm tempted to go offensive line. Okay. I like um, it. Let me, let me, let me can I ask your... one qualifying question. Yes. Which has the big, which position group has the bigger drop off edge like pass rush or interior line. Any, any spot. 
I think they're both reasonably deep. Um, I think it's really, if there's a guy that you really love, um, like I think Schmitz is significantly different than Whipler, but I think they're both good players. I I'd be honestly pretty happy with either one. Um, I'm not as into Tipman. Um, so I think there's three centers that I'd be pretty excited with, uh, uh, two centers. I'd be pretty excited with in this draft. Um, there's a little bit less of that than there are edge. You know Um, what? Fuck it. We're going pass rusher. Wait, 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 wait. Can I ask a qualifying question? Yeah, I think you're coming through. Okay. That was the first one. I have two then. Uh, my, my other one is who, who'd we draft at five? I missed that part. Oh, what do you yeah. think I drafted at five? Look what he did, Nathan. Can you see this? Good job. Good job. I, I, am I, I'm not wrong. Like, like my whole argument, uh, uh, Nathan, just to catch you up, was like three or four months ago, we were still, you know, talking about the number three pick, and we were praying to God that Jalen Carter, you know, would drop to us at three. If he drops to us at five, I think you've got to take him. I, I, he, it looks like he's going to be in the clear legally with this stuff. It really feels like the recency bias may be affecting us. Yes, there's additional off the field questions, but I went back to my original argument. If you believe in Pete Carroll's culture, his system, his accountability, his leadership, what better, you know, franchise for him to, I think, thrive in than Seattle? Yeah, man. I mean, it worked for Jermaine Ifetti, so why can't it work for Jalen Carter? <laughs> you know what? We're ending this podcast right now. <laughs> All right, Evan, get off the pot, dude. Make your pick at 20. Oh, we're going edge. Uh, Will McDonald. Will McDonald. Done. All right, we're going to speed through. We're building get- a defense again. I'm sick and tired of watching our D. De- I'm sick and tired of Josh Jacobs running for 400 yards on us. I know that was edge. but I, I got you, dude. Um, So now we are at our second round pick. Technically the Broncos second round pick. Thank you very much. So you've got you've got a couple things to think about. One, you still don't have a nose tackle. Um, now, Mazzy Smith, who is uh, a lot of people are excited about, got picked, so he's gone. Um, there are some other nose tackles later on you could look at. You also have not gotten your center yet. You haven't gotten your offensive guard, um, and you haven't gotten receiver or linebacker. So those are some things to think about here. I don't think you need more necessarily more defensive line, but you could, there's some good, you could see like there's some pretty highly thought of defensive linemen. If you wanted to double up, triple up on positions you've already got. I think you go top graded interior offensive linemen, whether it's center or guard. All right, let's pull those up for you. Um, Avila is more like a pass blocker, not as much of a road grader. Um, You could see the centers are all kind of grouped pretty closely together avila done all right we've got a guard we're gonna sp- speed Kevin, all the way through have you picked anyone that wasn't at the top of the list yet uh wait was jalen carter at the top of the list he was yeah. at the top of the list yes uh, no <laughs> what a good little pff boy you are <laughs> this is why i can't wait to get to nathan's because nathan's gonna go completely off book which oh, is- i get to do my own yeah, this is that's why I'm trying to get through this one so we can run it back with you. I want to get this is an this is an Evan draft. No one's been able to see an Evan draft, and no one's been able to see a Nathan draft. So they've seen plenty of Brian and plenty of Jeff, and they've seen a Dana draft. They have not seen an Evan or a Nathan draft. Did uh, Dana draft like all safeties or defensive linemen? <laughs> yeah. Dana was good. Dana, like she was a little stressed out. I gotta admit, like it was stressing her out, but like toughness that was the theme of her draft she went for everything tough 
and uh, I loved her draft. Uh, it was an A for me. Um, all right, Evan, this is your last pick because I only did a two round mock with you. I didn't want to torture you as we got into the deeper prospects. Mm. Um, so you've got you've got a guard. You do not have a center. You have a, an edge player and an interior lineman, a defensive lineman. Um, but you have not gotten a center. You haven't got a linebacker. Um, you could go corner here. Honestly, I was thinking about receiver here. You could also go nose tackle. So, um, all right, receiver. Seahawks have done well historically in the second round with receivers, right? All right, is that where you want to go? Or the third round. Sorry, that's the third round. Yeah, second, second round. round they've done all right, if you like Paul Richardson. Yeah. Uh, we're building the trenches. I'm taking top-rated center. All right. You want top or you want Whipler? Luke, yeah, Whipler. Yes, because I think, yes, Schmitz already went. That's the thing. Oof, he's gonna I wonder go. if you could trade up, though, to the top of the second. Not to the top of the second, but like mid-second and get Schmitz. That's Would possible. you do that? I, I, I think there's a real chance the Seahawks may pick him at 20. And they might have, <laughs> and they might have to uh, if, they, if they really like him. Um, so let's see. Uh, you are given a B plus by PFF. They like your draft because you followed their grades. So this is the Evan Hill first draft. He goes with the guy who can't finish his, his own position drills. Um, Will McDonald, Steve. Avila. So this is like, this is a meaty draft, dude. You went, you went exactly what you said, right? You want to get tougher. I will say Will McDonald's like 235 pounds. Jesus. Yes. I'm like he is, 10 he is, pounds less than him. He is very much an outside speed rusher. Um, cool. All right. Nathan, are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Am I ready for a PFF mock draft simulator? Come on. Come on, dude. How I, many of these have you done, we, Nathan? We, have, we haven't talked for like months. <clears throat> I don't even know who you are anymore. Do you want to try turning your video on, or is that asking for too much? Is that is it? That... Might be asking for trouble. All right, let's let's keep you keep you at voice then. All right, we're gonna do a two round mock with you, and then we're gonna do some patron questions because there have been a lot of patron questions, and I want to ask those of you too. All right, Nathan, gonna do the same thing with you that I did with Evan. I'm gonna start slow because I want to know what Nathan is thinking, what you're gonna be thinking in a few weeks. Okay. Carolina's on the clock. What are you hoping that they do? Not what do you think they're going to do, but what are you hoping that they do? Uh, I mean, quarterback, I think, is fine. Uh, Any quarterback. There's not like a specific one you're hoping they take. I uh, I want them to take CJ Stroud. Oh, I, the best I quarterback really in the draft? I really disagree with Evan on this one. I think he's the biggest risk guy. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm a little just leery of Ohio State quarterbacks generally. I know that's not super fair. I don't think he is the best in this draft at anything. Um, now, that doesn't mean he's not good at a bunch of stuff, but um, he's not the best athlete at quarterback. He doesn't have the biggest arm at quarterback. He is not the most accurate quarterback. He's not the best processor. Like, to me, he's just a little, a little meh. Um, All right. So if they take him at, at one, I mean, you know, best of luck to him. No, no skin off your nose. Okay, so no, let's see what no, they no. do here. And they take Bryce Young. How do you feel about that? 
A little bit of a bummer. I don't think Seattle's really in play for him. Um, I think the whole short quarterback thing is is pretty dumb. Um, but I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Just the, the same way that I am like a little leery of Ohio State quarterbacks, I'm willing to bet that uh, the uh, Seahawks are a little leery of short, uber-polished uh, quarterbacks. So. Okay. So Young's gone. I assume Stroud is who you're hoping the Texans take. Um, so yep. we'll, We'll play this forward. Um, and there goes Stroud. Boom. Now, this is the this is the pivot point, Nathan. What are you hoping the Cardinals do? Are you hoping that they trade out? Are you hoping that they take somebody? Who are you hoping that gets called at this point? Can I hope that they're just that they, they jump on one of these cornerbacks? Corner? Cornerbacks? Can they get weird with it? Get a little weird, Cardinals. It's okay. I think that's fine to wish that seems unlikely of the guys that are more of the options that are more likely. Um, are you hoping that they take Will Anderson? Are you hoping they take Jalen Carter? Are you hoping that they take Tyree Wilson? Are you hoping that they trade out? What? what yeah. I mean, I think a cornerback is probably more likely than Tyree Wilson, right? I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate Tyree Wilson or anything, but I feel like I'm, definitely lower on him than most um like i would not love seattle taking him at five that would feel like settling right yeah um so i mean will anderson is the obvious thing for them to do here i don't want them to do that so yeah i mean like i'm 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 secretly hoping that they get weird and they because these cornerbacks are really highly rated right they're all gonna go like they're, they're gonna yep. be two or three that go from six to ten yep so i don't think it's crazy it's not that. crazy it's not that would be awesome if that happened so let's see what actually what, what they do in this simulator they take tyree wilson that's amazing that's um, amazing too. how are you feeling if that happens i'm feeling great right now because you have you're going to be choosing from levis richardson carter anderson three of those guys yep. i think that's that's amazing so you're assuming here Colts go Anthony Richardson or Levis? Yes, I assume. Uh, yeah, Levis would be my guess. But yeah, I will tell you both. One of my fears, like I think I will have this fear of like we get into the draft and things start falling the right way, and then the Cardinal, oh, sorry, the the Colts pick like will anderson or whoever it is that we really want like i, I, I that they'll just totally not go quarterback and complete like be one pick in front of us mm -hmm. the real uh, danger is if i think the colts well if the colts go for lamar jackson they'd have to give up number four so. right and you know, William the baltimore would would take uh, a quarterback with that if they take anderson here i mean we're trading down either way you don't you don't think they considered you think jalen carter's completely off their board no, we're trading. Let's call the Raiders. Can we call the Raiders, please? Yes, yes. Okay, so at this point, Raiders are here. Um, so you've got Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, and Will Levis. Yeah. Um, by the way, did you hear that Evan's pronouncing that Will Levi's? I, I love it. Yep. It's, it's amazing. Good. I feel like it's the best thing that's happened on this podcast in it's months. His, 
It's the first show back in like a year, and we've already gotten a new Ifedia. I mean, that probably game. means he's going to be a Seahawk. You realize that, right? I mean, I mean, there's I, a very high chance of that. Yeah. You know what I? You know what I genuinely thought about doing recently? I thought about taking a video of me pouring my cup of coffee every single morning, squirting some mayo into it, and just posting it on Twitter every single day, day one or day thirty until the Seahawks select Will Levi's, and just keep keep doing it until draft day. I That's just a, a zesty bulletproof coffee is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're, you're, you've got these guys and you're willing to gamble to move back. You, you want to. Okay. So uh, what offer you're offering the fifth pick for the seventh and uh, 38 and 38 straight up. Ooh, ooh, they don't like that very much. Huh? This will probably go through. You think? Yeah. I will offer this. If, if you're comfortable starting there, I can offer that. Okay, well, are we just like Dunzo if they don't take it, or do we? No, no, no. Try? You get you get options, and you can also you can move back farther. There, you can go for any of these. These are the people that are they're saying are interested. Okay, so right, let's let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Seven. I'm pretty sure you'll get this. You got it. I love it. All right. So now we want them to take Levis, Mister Levi. They take Levis. Now, what are you hoping? What are you hoping that the Lions do? I do not care. You don't care. Uh, I have no, I mean, I, I guess I'm still, so I was, I'm a little conflicted on this because I was strongly in the Jalen Carter camp. Um, and obviously that's been a roller coaster. So yeah. at this point, like if they take Carter, I am very happy to take Anderson. If they leave us Carter, hey, we just traded back. We We bought ourselves some buffer. I'm great to take a chance on Carter. All right. Let's see what they do. I think we're getting Carter. They take Will Anderson. So, so you're, take take, you're taking Carter here. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to take Jalen Carter. Um, I want to hear a little bit more about that, but we're going to speed on through to get to um, the 20th. So now you've got your interior lineman. Um, what is a, like, is there a player that you specifically want? Is there a position group that you want me to dive into a little bit more? So, if you if you look at these top guys here, I mean, I think if you here scroll down just a little bit, uh, yeah. I mean, so my my favorite dude here is Dalton Kincaid, um, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's a reasonable reasonable deal to take him here. I just feel weird about it. I mean. It's not like they don't need a tight end, but it's not a pressing need. And it is still just tight end, not like the most important position. Um, they haven't had a ton of luck, uh, you know, using some of these pass catching uh, tight ends. I mean, different different deal with Geno now. So um, I just don't know. It doesn't feel good to take a tight end here. So where does that mean? Are, are you at all like attracted to Quentin Johnson? Ah, no, damn it. I forgot to make my Bijan Robinson joke at seven. We <laughs> rewind. I was going to joke about drafting Bijan at seven. Is he still on the board? He should uh, be. No, he went He went to the commanders to play uh, with Cody Barton. That's the type of franchise that would take a running back 16. Um, okay. Uh, shoot. So who who are my... Who, who's here? Boy, Josh Downs, Dewan Jones... I'm a little worried about his size, just the height moving inside. Yep. I don't love Mazzy. Um, 
okay yeah let's let's just just because i want to do my thing let's take dalton kincaid let's do it he has not been drafted by us yet so i like this all right we're gonna fly on through to the 37th pick you now have back-to-back picks nathan evan do you see this Mm. by trading down to seven you end up with the back-to-back picks at the top of the second round is schmidt still available Oh, I'm sure. And this, and this, they, they do not ish? have. Did him. you say Ish Smith? No, no, Schmitz. John Michael Schmitz. Oh yeah, he's gonna he, be there a little bit longer. He in this in this particular sim, he will be there for a while. Um, all right. So you've gone tight end and interior line, interior defensive line. Yeah. What What are you thinking about next? Um. So the names I like here. Felix, uh, and of course I'm gonna blank. Uh, what is it? Felix Anaduki Uzama. Yep. Uzama. Um, I like him. A little redundant, probably with Carter. Um, I like BJ Ojolari. Uh, we didn't get an, uh, an edge. I think Felix, um, to his weight, is probably more an outside backer in our defense, don't you think? Did he weigh 255 at the combine? I that's a, that's lighter than I thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, must be. Wow. Okay, that's lighter than I thought. BJ Ojolari um, is So, yeah, similar. I kind of like... I mean, here it's you have... Like, similar. Yeah. Uh, Ojolari is a little younger. Um, yeah, those are the two that I'm really thinking about here. Uh, I mean... Um, I'm not even double A. Uh Adabawari. Is that how you say oh, it? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. He's like 290, right? He's 280. Um, so he's yeah. he's more like a Damon Jones, a Draymond Jones kind of uh guy, yeah. like three, four end. Right. Um, okay, so let's I, I'm just gonna keep kind of taking my guys here. Um, yeah. I like BJ Ojolari. Um, athletic yeah. bendy uh he he's should be able to drop in coverage which they'll want to probably do a little bit uh, this is the thing like you you got back to back so you get your top two at this spot yeah so now let's look at some interior offensive linemen okay i'll pull up options here for you one guy that will not show up here that i think should be in this list um at least uh rob rang had him here and i uh, I think from what I've seen makes sense is a uh, Cody. Uh, is it Mouch? Uh, mm-hmm. I think he, he's also a guard. I think he'll, he has the potential to be a really interesting guard and maybe interesting, more interesting than some of the other guys. So I'd put him out there, but yeah, unfortunately I haven't watched him. Um, yeah. You should watch some tape. He's actually, I think he's, he's an interesting guy. Um, yeah. All right. Who, who of these guys blows your skirt up there, Nathan? uh let's uh let's do some fan service here we'll do some uh john jacob jingleheimer schmitz oh he's doing it all right yeah, we'll take all him. right this is already a, this is already a draft i approve of evan um i think i like avila a little bit more just because i think there's more flexibility avila avila <laughs> uh i love that I'm name happy. wow your guy felix lasted all the way to the 52nd pick um interesting i feel like maybe should have done something different there um nathan is so much more precise than me i just go off vibes <laughs> nathan nathan is you know he's kind of a draft nick i've yeah i've watched i've watched some of these guys so i definitely have some opinions here I, i'm not getting to do a third round right 
Not not in this time, no. Okay, so there's a defensive lineman that I actually like quite a bit, but 52 is rich. I don't have another pick, right? No, this is it. Okay, so if we look at defensive Carl Brooks, how big is Carl Brooks? Remind me how big Carl he Brooks is. He is like a defensive three, four end. He's like two. Oh yeah, I guess he's three. I love I love for him to be a little bigger so I could pretend he's a nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are the Seahawks even doing? Like, do they <clears throat> I don't I don't even know how much I care about a nose. There's Ika. You're not a big Ika fan though, are you? No, I like Ika. I do like Ika. Yeah, I mean that's your nose if you want a nose. Um, yeah, you big boy. <laughs> uh, if we go back up to the top, there was somebody yeah. else. So I, I like uh, I like Brooks. I like Ika. Um, do we do we take Parker Washington here? Oh, that's a little early by this sim. Um, no. Well, um, first of all, like I don't know. The sim also has like JSN going top ten. Regularly. Yeah, you don't have to go by their grades. You, this is the point here is like, who would you want them to take? It doesn't even matter what they grade it. So here's here's the receivers. Um, for people that don't know Parker Washington, he's like he's your slot kind of receiver, younger guy too. Um, yeah. Uh, I I I think this guy's a really interesting player. Um, yeah, I mean he's a guy that doesn't have like number one upside, but should be a pretty awesome two or three. Exactly. Um, so should be able to play next to like DK for a long time. Yeah. Um, how how boring is it if I take him? Have you guys been taking him in the third round no. every time? No, 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 no. no. He ha- almost hasn't been pick- picked by us because he keeps getting picked in between our picks. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's take Parker Washington. Washington. Oh, but I already took Kincaid. That's true. Dang it. See, right. uh, this is where I don't I don't know what to do. Is it just Tanner McKee time? Is that what it is? Oh my god, Nathan, the, the <laughs> clock's ticking, dude. Shit. Um, can I look at linebacker like super quick? Yes, you may. Uh, here we go, folks. This is how hard it is. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, I don't I don't know enough about Dan Henley to take him here. Uh, it's Parker Washington time. Parker Washington done. Okay. We're taking Parker and getting through the rest of this draft. They're going to give you a harsh grade on Parker, but don't, don't worry about them. Um, How do you feel? Forget these grades. How do you feel if you come out with these five guys? I feel pretty great. I mean, you've got a potential blue chipper in Jalen Carter. You have, two dynamic uh uh receivers um and you know Kincaid's a tight end but like he might be the best guy like their best yak guy uh when they draft him um Ojolari's an upside edge um and you've got a guy to throw in at center who's got you know a lot of upside so um I I would be ecstatic here I think that I trade it. back is really interesting. If you right? could, if you could go back two or three spots, in this case two spots, and pick up like that high mid second, that's enticing, isn't it? That's enticing. It's, it's kind of a move depending on who falls. Like it. I... But if Will, okay, so let's say Will Anderson was there at at five, Nathan. He was. He was. Oh, he was in that one. Yes, oh, it was Anderson, uh, Carter, Carter, and Levi's. And you were basically okay. So you were just yes, hoping. Not, 
Yeah. What What if Will Will Le- Levi's Levy's Levi's whatever his name Levis. is Levis. 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 What if he was not taken? So is Will Anderson, uh, Jalen Carter? What would you have done yeah. at seven then? I'd taken him. I mean, that's the most okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the most like disappointing of the scenarios. Um, but I like. I mean, I think that they might take him at five, no matter what. Um, so yeah, I mean, if if you have an upset with the Cardinals, right? I was talking about a cornerback. They took it, it has him taking Tyree Wilson, which to me is just insane to take him over Will Anderson. Um, but if you have an upset like that at the Cardinals, and the rest is chalk with quarterbacks. Yeah, I think you just trade down to you call the Raiders, let them come get their quarterback if they want to. Uh, the the risky thing is like, okay, if the Raiders say no, do you call the Falcons? Because now all three of those guys could be gone. Or you know, if Anderson goes to the Cardinals instead of Wilson, do you call the Raiders and maybe whiff on both the quarterback and Carter? Right? Those are like the scary scenarios where you got to have some balls and you got to know it these teams are thinking um you know schneider's got to have done his homework um but yeah i mean if you have an upset i mean that's just a no-brainer to to trade down it's gonna be fascinating and there are actually some questions for the from the patrons on this front um evan are you able to go a little bit past uh the hour bro i'm caffeinated okay to go nice all right so we haven't had a chance to take patron questions while we're gonna take some patrons i'm gonna ask these of evan and of nathan uh and if you haven't already please give the show a like uh click subscribe growing community makes it more fun the more people around and go over to patreon.com hawkblogger sign up right now get immediate access to the slack channel where you too can ask questions of the crew which we try to answer every week when we are not super obsessed with our mock drafts which quite honestly has been happening a lot lately we've been doing a lot of these and it's hard to not do them all the time um so Nathan, I'm going to come to you with this because it's related to this last question. And Evan, I might want to ask your, you know, your input on this as well. So this comes from Mark Zuck. And he says, what is more valuable? Assuming that Will Anderson is off the board. So which of these things is more valuable to you? Number one, Jalen Carter. Getting him. Number two, trading back with Atlanta or Vegas for a top 10 pick and an additional round two pick this year which is what we just kind of did three trade back with Atlanta or Vegas for a top 10 pick this year and a first rounder next year, which could be a top five pick again, which of those is most valuable to you? There's no chance that final option would be realistic. Would it be? The only way I think that option is realistic is if there is a quarterback that has fallen that someone loves and will like we'll do anything to make sure that they get then it becomes fractionally possible if you're telling me the raiders or the falcons are willing to give their 2024 first round pick to us and number seven or eight or whatever it is i'd find it very difficult to say no to that because i think there's a good chance that that pick ends up like top five to ten again yeah nathan what about you can i don't know if you want to do this but uh, <clears throat> it'd be interesting to, to play this out uh, in the mock simulator and see. I, I'm curious, Evan. I'm curious what we think we do because I agree. Like getting a first round pick next year is hard to pass up on. But if you if Anderson's already off the board, you know you're trading down to eight. 
You're not going to probably have a quarterback because whoever's trading up is probably taking that last one. Carter's probably gone by eight. Maybe, you know, you're, you're risking it. And then what do you do, right? Then you're looking at like, well, Skaronsky can play guard, right? Like, uh, we don't have to go through it, but like, that's really the scenario. Or like, is this, if this is the year that Seattle's finally ready to draft a cornerback in the first round, like that could be really interesting then. Like that then becomes very cool. But I, I get really leery of trading down past to like, yeah, past eight gets real weird. Brian, is it too much of a pain to mock this up again? No, no, no. I, I'm like, to, this is only a matter of how much time you guys have because I think we should I, do it. I just want to make sure that that the uh, that we get to the patron questions as we go through this. So I'm going to do this as a as a shortcut without doing the whole mock. Like you can kind of see here. Um, assuming Anderson's gone, Carter's gone, and the quarterbacks are gone, then this is what you're talking about. Uh, Nathan like you could get a cornerback there's plenty of those I struggle a little bit with that Nathan because there's so many good cornerbacks in this draft I think you can get a good cornerback in the second or third round in this yeah. draft so it's hard for me to go there but I hear what you're saying Tyree Wilson at least has to be in the conversation um I do think Skaronsky is part of that conversation like if you can get a the best offensive lineman in this draft and put him at guard and then you can get a center later i think you have the best offensive line the seahawks have had since 2005 and young and under club control for like three or four years i know it's not particularly a need but i'm so much less resistant i think than you guys are to go cornerback that's a position you can never have enough of a good secondary good depth you pair him with Tariq woolen I'm not resistant to it at all. Like I, I think it makes a ton of sense to take cornerbacks high. I just that is such it's a mean. it's just such a premium position. I'll I'll remind you of something you might have forgotten because it's easy to forget. Doesn't mean it's going to change your answer on that. But you've got Tariq Woolen. We've got Michael Jackson. We've got Kobe Bryant. We also have Trey Brown, who will be fully healthy this year. And if you're not high on him, fine. I'm pretty high on Trey Brown. I still want them to draft a cornerback, but that does for me, like there does become a point where the pile is so large that, and you've got such holes elsewhere where it, it becomes hard for me to spend that premium of position, uh, pick on it. All right. Can you move on to another question here? Yeah, that's okay. tough. We will come back to this. Um, and we, I'm happy to do more mocks. Um, all right, next question. This is from Ryan Cleveland. Let's play Softy's favorite game. Uh, you can only pick one. And this is a dumb mock draft edition. He says, Hendon Hooker or Jalen Carter at five? Sounds like you both don't have any problems answering that question. No. no. He- yeah, what is Hendon Hooker like? Isn't he like 26 years old? He's 25, coming off an ACL, playing in a high school offense. So not a tough one. I think you'd have to, I think you'd have to give us something else, Ryan, but thank you for asking us to play. Um, all right. Uh, Nick S asks, is Aaron Donald the greatest defensive tackle of all time? He's gotta be right. You got Warren Sapp. You've got. Yeah. But hasn't he blown all of their like stats? And I, I know. 
records like out of the way? I think it's a fair question. Where, where, where would you guys go? Evan says yes. Nathan? Nobody jumps out to me that's better. Um, I'm not a total historian of the game. I'm sure there's some... I'm sure Dana's screaming, to, screaming at us about some dude from the 60s or something. But So Aaron Donald has 98 sacks in his career. That's the most for a defensive tackle in their first eight seasons. He has 150 tackles for loss and 220 quarterback hits, 226 quarterback hits in his first eight seasons that are the most for a defensive tackle in NFL history. So on pace, I'd say he's like pretty, pretty clearly going to be it. Yeah. Uh, Reggie White, somebody's asking in the chat was an, with an end. So yeah, yeah. He's not a, he's not a tackle. I think Warren Sapp's probably the closest guy that would deserve some consideration, but um, so here's the thing, though. I don't remember Warren John Sapp. Randall, maybe, but that, that's I don't. I don't remember Warren Sapp ever getting like greatest defensive tackle of all time talk when he played. Yeah, and I don't know if he ever won like defense. I don't know if he won Defensive Player of the Year um, or did it multiple times, but I think it's a good question. Um, I. I mean, I love Cortez Kennedy. I know people call out like as much as I love Cortez Kennedy, he was defensive player of the year early on. And then I don't think he was quite the same player after his first two years, but um, his first couple of seasons, that guy was just, just shredded offenses. Um, so, oh, what about mean green? He's a, he's a mean Joe green. I thought he was yeah. an end. Was yeah, it? the the PFF list is or Pro Football Reference list is weird for defensive tackles because it has uh, oh Randy White, um, it has Joe Green. I thought um, Joe Green was a DT, but I could be wrong. I obviously yeah, John Randall's up there. Merlin Olson, Kevin Williams is up there. Cortez, Sue, Sue. That's kind of surprising. No, it does uh, say defensive tackle. I thought he was an end, but I, I guess I'm wrong. Um, all right, continuing on. Uh, we haven't talked about this, guys. Jason asks, um, I'll, I'll point this to you, Evan. With Bobby's signing, we are struggling with cap space. What cuts restructuring do you anticipate to make room? Yeah, let me jump in with the one right off the bat that I think makes the most sense. Extend, extend Nuosu. He's like an ascending player on this defense. He had a really productive year for us last year. I'm just looking at his deal right now on over the cap. This is the most obvious one to me that like is a no-brainer. Assuming he's a part of their future plans. I don't understand why he wouldn't be. But he's got a $13 million cap hit in, in 2023. He's got a $7.5 million base salary. You could probably open up about $6 million in space. Maybe $5 to $6 million with a with an extension. Maybe a little bit less, but... You know, that, that stuff adds up when you're talking about new extensions and new contracts. Remember that those year ones are typically lower. So, you know, four to five mil, six mil that they open up this year could, you know, that's that's the acquisition of several players potentially. So yeah. I think that's the most obvious one. Um, da, 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 da. Will Ditz? Oh, no, he just signed his extension. Fuck. They paid him a lot of money too. <laughs> yeah. God damn. He's like yeah. our top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's our eighth highest paid player on the Seahawks this year. Yep. That's crazy. Uh would you would you cut or extend Noah Fant? He's got a seven million dollar cap hit this year. About. Depending on what they do in the draft, I wouldn't mind cutting him. 
Yeah, because that could save seven million. Yeah, popular conversation has been: Can you get any kind of draft pick for Noah Fant and then take one of these tight ends? Um, so I think I'm that's not possible. A, yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of paying Noah Fant seven million. He yep. was fine though last year. Like he, yeah. you know, he, he he made some clutch catches. Um, related to this, since I've talked about it a bunch on the show and on Twitter, you know. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve, Pete Carroll came out and uh, was emphatic that the Julian Loves signing has nothing to do with Jamal Adams. Don't expect to see Jamal Adams you know, or Quandre Diggs, anything to affect them. And talked about that all four safeties could play at the same time. There's all sorts of conversation. I don't know how much to take uh, Pete seriously here, but um, it does sound like Jamal is going to be around, which you know, let's hope he's healthy. Um, but uh, interesting. And I, I also think it's worth calling out that both Love and Jamal could end up being part of the linebacker solution. Um, I think that it's going to be hard to remember that, but I think it's, I think they might be thinking about him that way for sure. Yeah. The Jamal stuff, I think you, it, I think it becomes much more real next year. Because we're talking about a $24 million cap hit next year for Jamal Adams. Oof. Yeah, there's and, no way. No and, way. You know, save $17 million by cutting him. He could be defensive player of the year, and he's not going to get $24 million from the Seahawks next year. I don't know. If he has D-Boy. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's, that's will, a lot of money. not going to be. But I'm a big fan of Jamal's, but I, I think that's well beyond what's possible. I would say, too, on that love comment, like, What's he supposed to do? Go like take a giant dump on Jamal Adams trying to come back from a catastrophic imagery? Like, yeah, there's no way this dude's gonna make it. We're we're working on how we get rid of him. It's just there, a tough map thing. Like, he's not gonna say that. I hate to be like the doomer, but I, I really feel like the most realistic path forward with Jamal Adams is he comes back this year, he plays okay, but he's probably not the player he was after that injury. I think if he comes back and plays, that'll be surprising to some extent to me like not like week one or at all well definitely week one i will be shocked if he's playing like and, and if he's if he's contributing in any meaningful way this year i think we got to treat it as gravy and i think the jordan brooks thing similarly you know the guy he tours acl this year it was january <laughs> when he tore his acl Jesus. uh so like i don't know that people like oh george brooks has come back mid-year like i don't know we'll see he didn't even have surgery until like the last week of january which i think which, which made sense but the timing just sucks yeah yeah so um cool all right i got a couple more uh this one is for you, Nathan. Sean Pyle asks, what would make you more upset? Hendon Hooker at five or BJ Bijan Robinson at 20? Uh, Bijan Robinson at 20. <laughs> uh, no comments needed. Um, no, I mean, so this is, I mean, this kind of goes back to the Kenneth Walker thing all over again, right? Where, like, yes, I get it. Bijan Robinson is a very good running back. He's extremely safe. He'll be awesome. But like the upside just like with that position is not high. And so, you know, did I love Desmond Ritter? Did I think he was amazing? No. Do I love Hennon Hooker? No. Uh, probably less than I liked Desmond Ritter. But if you get that right, 
that's a just a huge, 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 huge deal that getting a running back rate is not. And so, yeah, I'll take the uh, the longer odds um, with the bigger payout. Uh, Nathan, I'm going to stick with you on this. Evan, feel free to chime in. This is from Jen Maz, uh, one of our most active patrons. Um, do you think changes should be made on the coaching staff? I think it's too early to say. I mean, you know, longtime Fire Pete guy here. Uh, I think we can pause on that. Um, I don't know, like, who is Clint Hurt? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. But, like, are you really ready to, like, are we already talking about hot-seating him after one year? Especially with the Desai now leaving. So, like, you do have some change here. Um, I mean, if they can't fix the defense, then, yeah, hurts the obvious guy. But, like, I'm not in a hurry to walk anybody out the door right now. Like, these guys all deserve some more time. Agreed. All right. All right. Gonna take a couple more. Uh, Rob Kinnear asks, "What is your ideal look at cornerback next year?" I feel like Trey Brown isn't being talked about at all. Hey, we just talked about him. Would you like to see him or Mike Jackson start opposite of Tariq? And would you like to see Kobe Bryant or Julian Love in the slot? Um, and then, would you like to see us use any of our high-end draft capital to add to these competitions? I think we answered the last one. I think we all want to see them add to the competition here. Some debate about how high the draft capital should be but i am curious um evan do you have a point of view on like what do you want to see at the cornerback spot um who you want starting opposite Tariq? i want the best player uh in camp starting across from Tariq. i have no preferences there in fact that's what i feel like is something that actually i feel like pete carroll in this franchise struggled with over the you know final years of the Legion of Boom and even over the past five, six years was giving preference to veterans just because they paid them a ton of money. Like even if Julian Love like shows up and sucks ass, I don't want him starting. Like fuck the contracts. Fuck fuck the stature that they came in with. I want best player available. I hear that. Um Nathan, I don't know your answer. Actually I want to hear both of you on this one. This comes from Jason Keffer, and he asks, Seattle selects Anthony Richardson, number five overall. How do you feel? The content will be so good. Evan, yeah. The content will be so good. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be horrifically... uh, You know what? In that moment, if they select Anthony Richardson at five... He's going to be suddenly the greatest quarterback of all time. In my mind. <laughs> I want, you know, I'm fully going to lean into it, but it would, it realistically, logically, it would have me very nervous. It really would. Nathan. I mean, there's a big context thing here of like, if, if uh, it's the same scenario I had in the draft where I have Anderson Carter and it's Richardson instead of uh, Levis, like, whew, that's a little, uh, you got to wonder, right? But like, I, 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 the, the guy is physically amazing. And mm-hmm. like, if they feel good enough about him to take him over these other guys, like they obviously see something really special. Uh, and so like the idea that you just drafted, 
you know, a Cam Newton or a Josh Allen or like one of these guys that are just a total freak um, at the most important position in football. Like, yeah, that would be amazing. And I, I, I don't know the first preseason game that we get to see him. Like I would actually, uh, uh, preseason is sometimes tough, but man, that would be a really exciting game to get to see him in action. Finally. Yeah. All right. Last question. This comes from Matt D. Uh, Who's your favorite free agent signing for the Seahawks this offseason? Who do you think has the biggest upside? I need to see a full list to remember, to be quite honest with you. Um, Gino Smith. <laughs> let's go about new names, new oh. new guys to the team. I'll give you some options. There's Julian Love. There's Draymond Jones. There's Evan Brown, who is the, the guard center option. There's Jaron Reed, who is new and old. Um Devin Bush, uh, Devin Bush, Bobby so, Wagner, who's also new and old. Um, God, my answer is kind of dumb, but I think my favorite might be Julian Love. Um, mm. I mean, obviously Draymond's like the exciting thing and the the splash, and like his contract seems pretty pretty reasonable, um, not amazing or anything. But I think the the Love thing is such a cool move for them because he's a guy that like if if jamal retired and they went out and signed him to be the starter for the next two years like i think we'd all be perfectly happy for that about that but they also got him on a contract where if he isn't very good or he ends up behind jamal because jamal can come back and and you know makes a great recovery you're not sweating it so like it's such a perfect thing for them as such a perfect contract so like uh, that's maybe i don't remember if the question is like what was their best move or what am i most excited about but yeah like, what your, what's that, your favorite one that's i think that that's i think that's good... yeah i think that's my favorite i have Evan. my most hated move okay that's fine too. we'll take that that darren reed deal sucks so much ass i <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i, I actually on. agree with you like good god he's such a retread and like just like nine million dollars i know right come on yeah i i i feel the same way and by the way he's saying over two years he's not getting nine million dollars this year but still it just feels gross it feels gross too i i going from quentin jefferson to jaron reed is not like a great feeling you know what actually not to cut you off brian the seahawks (laughs) have overpaid quite a bit actually on the free agents this offseason yes like other than love, I don't think you can say you overpaid him. No, yeah, that. so that's fine. But the Bobby Brown, Wagner, uh, Brown too, right? Brown's uh, would they pay him like one year, four million, something? Yeah, I mean that's fine. But Jaron Reed overpaid. Draymond Jones slightly overpaid. Uh, I think they paid market for him, which means you probably overpaid a little bit. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. I mean, I, but like, yeah. I, Everybody's gonna crucify me for this. They overpaid Bobby Wagner. Oh, yeah. yes, oh, wait, do we, did we get the details on his contract yet? No, we haven't. I don't it's think that's going to be a seven-year, seven-million deal. I think that's going to be a, a, a four-million deal with incentives. If that's the case, I feel better. But... I, I, we will see. They I nailed have... the Geno contract, too. The Geno contract's crazy good. Oh, yeah. God. The, talk about contracts. Even the Drew Locke nailed... contract's pretty good. The Jason Myers contract's so good. Oh, f- fuck's sake. No. Um... Do you guys want to do another mock before we drop drop off, or you want to finish up here? Fuck it, let's do it again. 
Yep. All right. You guys seem to be like feel like you had more in the. Yeah, I want to. I want to reevaluate that move or that trade this back. Is, this is going to be a joint. You guys are going to be Pete and John. Okay, oh. you're going to have to work together. Who's Pete? Uh, Nathan you. is clearly no, 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 no. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan is... you're Pete Carroll. I own a John Schneider jersey. I get to claim John Schneider. I'm just saying, if anyone is the uh, the rah rah energy man here, it ain't me. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a three round. This is how we're going to wrap up tonight. We're going to do a three round mock. It doesn't take that much longer. We're going to move a little faster this time. Uh, we are going to talk like the first four. We got to do slow, but you guys are going to have to come to a decision together. Okay. You have to work together here, Here's but do we want to do the scenario? Like, do we just want to force a trade down to Atlanta, no matter what's happening at five and just kind of play that up? You can, that's up to you guys. Evan, are you, you want to, you want to play that one up? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So Bryce Young is gone. Will Levis. Will Levis Ooh. goes too. We got an upset. Tyree Wilson. Oh, hold, hold the hold the fuck up. If CJ Stroud is available at pick he four, we're trading up. Oh, we're, we're trading, trading up. <laughs> we're trading up for four. You, no, we are not. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I Say can't. goodbye to the picks, bro. Cha uh, I'm sorry, Pete. We're I, I, I called uh I called uh I I can't remember the owner's name, Ursay, and he just wouldn't budge. So sorry, Pete. We we got to stick at five. <laughs> you I, guys are working together wonderfully so far. I just I called call him out. and I begged him and I told him it's so important to Pete. And he Brian, just are wouldn't... you Jody Allen in this room right now? Yeah, I am. You better believe I'm Jody. Which we we got to get down into speedos. I think. Oh Jesus! Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it, but you said it, uh, Nathan. So well Jesus done. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, so I but my bad <laughs> my bad that I did not give you guys even the chance to have your argument about trading up. But CJ Stroud is gone. <laughs> can we call the Falcons and see if they have any ivory that we can trade for? Uh, oh my god, okay. Nathan. <laughs> no. That was so funny. Uh <laughs> Uh, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. If you know, you know on that joke. If you don't, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, So, okay. So, like public record, though. Like, I'm not slandering here. Google's our friend. We will go no farther here. Um, So, you now have Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson all available here. What are you doing? I want to like. What's the conversation in the in the war room? Oh God. Okay, what's our trade back option? Because I think you got to take Will Anderson. You can go to seven. You can go to eight. You can go. You can make offers to go to nine or ten too. But these are the teams that are interested. You'd have to put more on the line to convince some of these others. What do you think? What do you think we could get at eight? It's like from the Falcons. Let's see if we can get there next year first. Yeah, let's see. So like eight five next round year one. first. Just that, or are you also asking for a second round? I'm pick? asking for 75 too. 75 too. Ooh. Is that too absurd, or does that this happen? It will not be accepted. Oh, shit. You could include some more stuff of yours. Can you, okay, one. Uh, let's go, drop down to like. Actually, what if we give them. What if we give them 123 from this year? <laughs> Fuck. Let's just see uh, straight up uh, two firsts for one first. That's what you guys want. I want to keep 83, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's see. This? 
Yeah. 30% chance. Okay. You got it. You got your round one pick next year. I think you take that. How do you feel yeah. about that? I, you know, I might try to squeeze them for like a next year third or something like that too. But like, or like Evan saying, like, can we throw in a later pick to get, you know, that kind of stuff. But like, honestly, if, if this is what they're just like, nope, this is the deal. I, I take it. I think. And I I'm just feel like it. there's such a good chance the Falcons are yeah. shitting the bed next year. Yeah. I, I mean, you might I, fire I, Arthur Smith halfway through the year, right? Like, that's on the table. This is the thing. Uh, as, like, the fan in me would be bummed in the sense that, like, you're probably losing Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. And I think you're, like, like, like your, your team's not going to be as good this year because of this. But your team's probably going to be better in the next three, like, two to five years because of this, for sure. Um, all right. So you've made this trade. We now have Atlanta picks Anthony Richardson, then goes Will Anderson, and then Christian Gonzalez. (laughs) So you still get Jalen Carter if you want him. We're taking Bijan Robinson. I get to make my jokes still. If this happens, I'm stripping down to a Speedo without question. (laughs) I'm running Uh, down the street. Uh, Running down the street. You want to take Jalen Carter? Yeah, me too. Yeah, done. Eddie, without question. Jalen Carter is now a Seahawk. We're gonna speed on through here to get to twenty. While we get down here, reflect the sun is a a great uh, commenter, uh, loyal uh, watcher. Uh, Love you. Uh, I think you're you're wrong on the Anthony Richardson uh, slander. You you can coach accuracy. Like go look at Josh Allen's college tape. And and that is that such can't. an anomaly, though. It is an anomaly. You can't tell bit. me that's the standard. It's not the standard, but it's not like you can't take a guy like Anthony Richardson, who's twenty, right? It's not I mean, impossible, but it's like, so unlikely. I, I don't think it's crazy. I think, and for An- Richardson, it's like way more likely than probably someone like you know that's older, uh, a few years older. So it's not out of it's not out of the the question anyways all right he's 20. not a seahawk anyway we don't care about him so what are you guys doing at 20 um you could trade down here too um if you want to add some more picks uh what do you guys want work together what what would the ravens offer us let's see what the ravens could do so if they want to trade up so we could give them 20 for 22 and would Picking up a 124 work? I think you we can, get 86. We're not. You think we're we can get 86? Getting, yeah. Oh, 86. Can we get 86 and 124? That's a third round pick. So, yeah, you could probably get both. I'd probably do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? Yes. Do you want to? I mean, asking for another. I want their whole. Dra- Will they give her their whole draft? What's the chance <laughs> we get their whole draft? <laughs> 44 percent 199 give me 199 i want you, you can offer and then get another chance so you want to offer this yeah yeah let's yeah, yeah. Decline. Uh. okay uh i want 22 i want 22 in their next year's uh round two will they give us that wait why, why wouldn't you, just, you you don't want this that won't be accepted oh wait oh it will most oh, you likely think it will? probably will done cool all right so you move down a couple spots all right who do you want 
Let's look at a linebacker. I, oh, if you just look at, I know, but like, look at how they've built this team. Like, it's Bobby could, Wagner. Could they not just like solve the linebacker problem by trading for a linebacker? I mean, maybe. Was Drew Sanders like, on the board a... earlier? Like his his ADP is fifty, but when I was drafting, he wasn't still there, was he? Um, not at thirty seven. He's often gone before he he gets. He's getting. It varies, but I mean, he often gets picked. Did he run as fast as he like? I, I didn't catch his combine numbers. Were they as good as he looks like on tape? Yeah. So he where's his combine here so i don't know if he ran at the combine um mm. he he's an interesting guy played edge um then became kind of an outside linebacker uh more of a pass rusher than a you know a run player for sure um yeah. a little bit like daryl taylor to be honest like Probably will be a good pass rusher, but probably be a real liability against the run. Don't know. Um, he's pretty light. I think he's like two thirty-five. Yeah. So I wonder if if he's even really a if he's an outside linebacker if he can play yeah. Mike. Well, so I can also bring in edge. So you guys, you guys got to move in. The clock's ticking. You're you're down. You're down to your last few minutes here. I, I mean, I think that they're building this roster in a way that says they're going to be looking at a linebacker pretty high. But is that um, what you would do? No, but like, what does it look like if we do that? Like, what? Because, I mean, you saw all the edges that are still available down later on. Like, there were still good edges to pick from. Any other positions you want me to pull up? O-line, maybe. Interior line. You got your day wand here. Yeah, it's tempting. I, I say we I go. Know, what do you want to do? You, yeah, what do you want to do? Let Nathan walk all over you here. Not a tackle. Dewand is like six seven, three hundred and forty pounds. Like he's oh, wow. he's you a big three hundred and seventy pounds. Jesus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> six eight. I, I went. I went low. I went six he's seven. Tackle and call it. Or he played right, right tackle. He played right and tackle. He's a, beast and he's a hell of a pass blocker at right tackle even like God. i love this dude you re- but have you seen the pictures of this guy evan no i haven't oh wait wait how big he is just compared to like the other players uh-huh yeah 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 yeah. that's hilarious um I'm all right going receiver. Yeah, i'm going receiver at this pick you guys have to decide Ooh, you're about to lose receiver. this pick what are we doing nathan pete carroll pick you're Pete. No. We gotta, no. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's linebacker. It's not but linebacker. You got to give a name. You got to give a name. It's it's Trenton Simpson or Drew Sanders. Are you Avila. both are way down here on the list? We can get Avila in like 10 to pick. Who, who, who's Schneider in this scenario? It's me. Evan, <laughs> you, you're making the pick then. Oh, I'm making the pick. Give me a linebacker. You didn't give me any linebackers. Everyone's yelling. Toggle running back. Toggle running back. I can't. I can't coach a defense anymore. No, actually, I, I got it. my defensive coordinator in the hot seat, and you give me Bobby Wagner and a dude with a torn ACL. You know give me a linebacker, I, please. I am. I am repairing the damage. The damage done to one of the worst trades in Seahawks history. We are taking Schmitz, the center, at twenty-two. I don't give a fuck. I love it. 
We're undoing it. We're undoing the damage. We're reaching for him. All right. So now we get into the second round. Um, we will give Nathan the final say on this pick, but I want to hear how are you guys thinking about this? What are you trying to do? Jody stared into my soul. I couldn't do anything about it, Nathan. I'm uh, uh, as a executive vice president, I'm uh, drawing up uh, termination papers for John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I don't know anything about Dan Henley. Is he good? Is he legit? He think- so he is actually a receiver turned like uh, defensive back that turned linebacker. So he's like on the lighter side. He's, he's super yellow. athletic. Good, good coverage backer. What are the other linebackers here? Um, so the other linebackers you'd be looking at. Um, hold on. It, I I don't know if Jack Campbell's still there, but let me take a look. Um. Yeah, so Jack Campbell, he is like the prototypical inside like Mike linebacker, 250, 65, more run stuffer than than uh, but like a really like solid middle linebacker. Okay. Um, let's, do, let's take Jack Campbell. Okay. Done. Flying on through, we get to the next pick. We now have a center. We have Jalen Carter. Am I remembering right? So you've got defensive, and then you've got uh, a middle linebacker. God, if that trade back for Jalen Carter worked out, I would. That'd be absurd. You guys are so in on Jalen Carter. It's 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 fascinating to me. I'm Were not, you not, not either? Like three months ago. Yeah. I, well, in, the more I watched him play, I have I have I'm not as enamored with Jalen Carter as. I don't think he has the upside that everyone says he does. You're annoyed he ate a little too much Taco Bell before the workout. That is that is annoying. It, it it would be nice if the only question was like a one-time off-field issue and not a number of other things. But Do not trust Pete Carroll's program. If I will tell you this, <laughs> if they call out Jalen Carter's name, I will be really excited. Not because I think they should get him, but because if the Seahawks did their background and they think that he is okay to draft, he's exactly the guy they should draft. But if there's, I think there's enough red flags. I would be surprised if he's a Seahawk at this point. We're taking, uh, wait, uh, scroll down just a little bit here. Yeah. All right. We're taking Felix here. Who's Felix? Felix Anduki Uzuma. He's a edge. Why do you like him? Uh, he's really good player, athletic, uh, he's strong. He can speed rush. He's just a really balanced, good player. What would Young be our nickname right? for him? 21, I think. What would be his nickname? That's the most important question. FAU. FAU? Yeah, Felix and Duke Uzma. All right. You have two picks coming up in the next four. These are your last two picks yeah do you take a flyer with tanner mckee here i don't drafting a stanford quarterback are you out of your mind Oof. i love carl brooks guy. here yeah i love carl brooks here you guys Bowling could go corner Green. here i'm just telling you you could go corner here Would i don't you go know receiver the here yeah I, I mean parker washington's probably there i think uh, our receiver situation is so much more dire than people realize it's not great like if Tyler, when Tyler Lockett goes down, it's just DK Metcalf. They struggle. Who are the cornerbacks that you like here, Brian? I don't know anything about these cornerbacks. The cornerbacks? Yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
this guy, Garrett's actually a really interesting one. This is a guy that had an ACL, but has been compared to Weatherspoon, like super good cover corner, but he's going to push down because of the ACL injury. So like this guy's an interesting one to me. Um, he's also, you know, uh, reasonable age. I think, uh, this guy's a little small. So like, I'm not as, I don't think he's a, a great fit, um, for what oh, I, I think we'd be looking for. Uh, the other guy, ooh, the guys I like are mostly gone um, at this point. So uh, Garrett Williams is an interesting one to me, but, uh, and Jacorian Bennett actually, I think is, is another one that I think if I'm remembering right. Yeah. He was on the taller side, but he's a little, a little bit older, um, decent player. So I picked, I picked Garrett Williams a number of times in this, in this mock. Um, um, this guy, for what it's worth, Michael Wilson, Doug Baldwin is a huge proponent of, um, has talked him up quite a bit. I like Carl Brooks, but, uh, I think, I don't know, Pete, what do you got? I still think receiver needs to be the pick here. Then, uh, for me, it's Parker Washington. Like I like him a lot. All right. Is that the pick? Michael Wilson. We're going Dougie's. Okay, Don, you guys get another pick here. This is your last pick. Carl Brooks, he's still there. Do you double? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. At this point, though, like you're starting to get a lot of guys on the line that kind of do the same thing. Um, You don't have a nose like. Right. uh, Ika's gone. But I don't know. I mean, like at this point, you're just drafting players. Do you like uh, Jomo? I haven't watched him. Yeah, at this so point, he, you're just drafting players. Like, I, I don't, I don't need to force a nose at this point, no, right? You don't. And 290, that's not a nose. So no, I think um, Coburn's the the nose. Mm, okay, but he's also 23. So there's that. How old is Brooks? I don't actually know how old he is. Brooks is. Yeah. Is he older? He's 23. A little old. A little old. Yeah. Um. All right. Where you guys go? This is your last pick. Pete. Oh yeah, I'm Pete. Um, you took a receiver. I think this guy is someone to watch out for. Five foot five, one hundred and seventy nine pounds. Deuce Vaughn is a jitterbug. I love this guy. Let's throw another body on the line. I, I, I'll I'll go Carl Brooks here. Done. Carl Brooks is the pick. The final pick of the night. <clears throat> what does the Evan and Nathan draft look like? What grade does it receive? You get a B plus for your Schmitz trade. on F. A straight A draft to end the night. They love the way you started. They love the way you finished. Not so big a fan this, but that's one of my favorite picks that you guys made. So, yeah, like this is not, this is not chalk, right? Obviously. Yep. Um, But I I don't think, like, if it's right, I mean, obviously that's always the thing, right? But like, if the players are good, you know, you added Jalen Carter, that's awesome. You found a center that should be, you know, good for you for years um if jack campbell can play at middle linebacker like they need help there bobby's a one-year stopgap 
Um, who knows what Brooks is like when he comes back? You got yourself an edge, you got a receiver, um, another and then you just have pick. and then more depth, another first round pick next year, more depth on the line. Like, I don't think you can look at this and say it's like they've done something wrong here. Um, they just, you know, if they do something like this, they just have to be right about the players. But yeah. all of these, every single one of these guys have snaps ready for them right now to 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 take. The interesting thing with this is one, you guys both, I think, through this pod, got a taste of why trading is going to be super appealing in the, the first two picks. Like, I think twenty, if they can trade down, I almost like you got it there. Like, there's there's so many good players from twenty to thirty five that if you can move down five spots and pick up another like third round pick or something for doing it like it is a no-brainer in my mind um and then this the fifth pick oh it's gonna be tough if, if you've got multiple guys you like i mean coming up with a atlanta falcons 2024 first round pick that's could be more valuable than anything you get out of this draft like so that i mean it, 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 that's a huge thing um and then I will say, I think you guys have, this is as much of a sink or swim draft as I've seen. Mm. Like Carter could be great. He could be nothing. Uh, John Michael Schmitz, I'm a big fan, but you know, he's a center. Like he could just be another center. Um, Jack Campbell, he's a middle linebacker. You got Jordan Brooks. Like, you know, you might not need another middle linebacker. Um, So, I think there's some interesting pieces here um, and that's, what's going to be so much fun when we get to draft night, just to see how this all plays out. I have kept you guys for a long time tonight. I super appreciate it. It's just so tempting because we haven't had a chance to catch up for so long. Um, I want to thank uh, Nathan Ernst for not showing his face all night. You can imagine he's wearing a speedo because that's all he ever wears. Uh, he's at Nathan E 11 on Twitter uh, and Evan Hill at Evan Hill HB. How did the Suns do tonight, Evan? They won. Yeah. They did, won. Did Durant like actually make it into the game? He did. He's, he seemed to have a quiet night though. Only scored like 20, I think. All right. Well, as long as he's still able to play, you've done well. How's your um, uh, doing these days, Brian? How's what? How are your Blazers doing? Dude, like they're going to get the number one pick, baby. Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. What's that goat prospect's name again? He's like seven foot whatever. When Bayama. So who's the uh, Greg Oden or Sam Bowie they're going to take over? Yeah, no, they're, they're absolutely. They're going to actually just take Greg Oden a second time if they get the number <laughs> one pick. That's what I've heard. It's going to be fantastic. Um, awesome. Thanks to everybody. Please go ahead and give the show a like give the channel a subscribe click and then go over to patreon.com slash hawk blogger sign up right now get access to the slack channel talk with all the other cx fans who are obsessing about what's going on as much or more than we are and we will see you again next week if not sooner you never know if news will break or if jeff or i or someone else will get the itch to do another show in between that's how you have to subscribe. Go to patreon.com slash hawkblogger. All that will help you stay connected. Until next time, good night and have a wonderful rest of your week.